So anyway, I mentioned hour one got away from us because of two things. I didn't remind you enough that we're at Cavens Construction today, CavensConstruction.com. In Norman, 573-3048. In Tulsa, 918-282-7612. They've got you covered for all of your maintenance needs. Business owner, reach out. Call Amanda today at 573-3048. They can make all of your maintenance needs easy. Your one-stop call, your one-stop shop. And our one has been brought to you and had been brought to you by Van Hoos Fence. Their perfection is your protection. Just had a new fence put around my yard. And Van Hoos, they're incredible. 405-735-1167. Mark and Tessa do incredible work. Online at vhfence.com. Or again, call them 735-1167. All right, I feel like I'm caught up. Are you ready to do the top five stories of the day? Let's do just that. All right. Big story number five. Well, I apparently Ooh, I'm. Wait, oh, hold. Hey, uh, apparently I, I'm not ready. Uh, okay, here are we you go. Ready? Okay. <laughs> we were we were close to being ready. <laughs> and I tell you, sidebar real quick before we get to this Pete Thamel story. I uh, I couldn't hear the music. Because apparently we're not allowed to have music on our podcasts. Did you know this? Y- yeah. So you okay. can't you can't hear the music now. But no, w- whenever I was on the crossover, I couldn't hear any of the music, and I thought we were just having a computer meltdown, which again happens. So I was like, man, Toby's got this countdown thing down. And then TJ during the break was like, yeah, you can't. You're not going to hear any music. I was like, oh. I I imagine TJ throwing things at the computer, wondering why it wasn't working, only to find out that we have to eliminate uh, the music from the podcast now. Something about ASCAP. And I want to make sure these musicians are taken care of, right, Josh? we got to take care of our people. We do have to play by the rules. I don't know if I don't know if we have to take care of our people so much as we have to play by the rules. So you're telling me though that you can't you haven't heard any of the music this morning? Not whenever I'm on IP two. I shifted over to IP one, so I'm good to go. This okay, was just good. during the just, crossover. That yeah. that makes me feel okay. a little bit better. Oh, by the way, also I had to say this. Also last night I got this doozy whenever my wife came home from doing a little work. She said, do you talk about me on the radio? And I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> and no, never. She goes, well, what do you say? I'm like, I just how big of a sports fan you are and how you always encourage me to watch all the games. I don't think she, I don't think she appreciated, Josh, that uh, I have pointed out several times on here that uh, family time is apparently more important than me watching a Raiders game, which I uh, completely and totally disagree with. And every single time it's brought up, why are you watching TV? That's when I grab my beautiful daughters by the hand, my lovely wife, put my arm around her, I walk them out to the driveway, and I point at the house. So I might, I might be in a little bit of hot water right now at home. Just uh, It's my understanding that the Raiders game really, that that should be family time. Do you know what's funny to me, though, is she she's smart enough to know what people care about and what they don't care about. And anytime I'm like, hey, i got to watch this for the show, she'll look and see what it is. She's like, nobody cares about the, the Raiders game. Nobody cares about <laughs> – you're watching the Lakers. Nobody cares about the Lakers. Turn it off. 
<laughs> well, that's All right, let's get after it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's get after it. Big story number five. Number five. Okay. This is maybe a little bit in the weeds, but you know I love stories like this. ESPN has hired Pete Thamel to be its lead college football insider. And I don't know... I don't know about you, Josh, but I feel like this is something that is dramatically missing from the college game day show. And I know that they've had like a Gene Wojciechowski there, but he's more of a storyteller. Uh, the young lady that's the new kind of Tom, oh gosh, she was the guy that does the stories that went to Fox and makes you cry. Um, Luga I Bill? can see his face, but his name. No, 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 not, not, no, the. The dude that does the features, oh, and everyone yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. how they cry. Anyway, uh, so they haven't really had an insider. And I don't know about you, but I am big on the inside information. I love, even though I'm not a big Jason Lockenfora guy, I like his segments on CBS. I love Jay Glazer on Fox, right? I'm not a big Mike Florio dude, but I always look forward to his Sunday night football segments, which give you something to talk about, right, and have a little bit of an insider notion to it. I feel like Tom Rinaldi, thank you. Yeah, I was just about to. Thank you. I didn't want to jump all over you, but I was about to scream that out on, on the air. You should have. I hate being wrong. I don't know whose number this is, so, uh, uh Area code 678, let's go. Appreciate you listening. Um, But to me, the addition of Pete Thamel is a big deal, Josh, because to me it magnifies the fact that ESPN is looking at it and realizes we need more than just fluff. We need a true college insider because there is so much going on. And I was was (laughs) – I was really getting in the weeds in this last night. But could this even be a situation where where ESPN it's 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 kind of realizing that the transfer portal and even recruit recruiting's no longer something that's just limited to a message board conversation and a few insiders and with the transfer portal it's become like college football free agency so you you don't need Paul Feinbaum basically to just come on there and give you hot takes you need someone that's going to actually give you news am i reading way too much into this because i saw this last night and it absolutely fired me up because I think it leads to more college football conversations. It it very well could. And ESPN has had that recruiting arm for a little while, the the old what used to be the scout sites. That that's ESPN's recruiting rankings. So they have that, but you're right. You're correct in saying that like ESPN feels like a distant almost fourth, I would say, to any of the other three, 247 Sports, Rivals, On3, who's a new to the party. But, like, ESPN's recruiting arm doesn't feel – it doesn't feel the same to me, certainly as 247 Sports or Rivals. And now with the transfer portal and 
recruiting is not just for the recruiting class. You've got essentially two signing days, the first being probably the bigger priority, but you've got two signing days and recruiting's 24-7 because of the transfer portal. There's one other aspect to it. There's the gambling side where if you start looking at what Caesars and FanDuel and I mean again we're not we're not in this game yet because gambling isn't uh, mobile gambling isn't legal yet on sports or games in uh, in Oklahoma but you see the amount of money that they're spending and the information that they're putting out there I mean this is I've said this many times. I appreciate the entertainment side of this, but at some point, these guys that are giving their picks, they've got to be right. (laughs) At some point, there's got to be a reason other than just this guy says his picks are good, but they're actually terrible for me to go to a website or a mobile app or whatever it might be, Josh. I mean, you you need somebody to be on point with information and predictions. And sometimes those dudes, the Greg Petersons of the world, can be a little bit dry. But I'll tell you one thing, the information that a Pete Thamel is going to give is something that sports bettors are going to be all over game day to find out who's in and who's out and what, what might be a situation involving a player's availability in a sport that doesn't require injury reports. And is that something that's about to be a thing of the past? I would imagine so, uh, moving forward. Not that that's going to happen overnight, but look, you've got Michigan State now, who is a a, a big Power 5 program. That's a program now that joins, what, Colorado and UNLV as college, major college sports programs that have linked with a, a sports book like Caesars. That's that's a shifting of the guard. What does that mean? That means that sports gambling has has made its way to the mainstream of college athletics. Mm-hmm. They're partnering up, and when they're able to do that, and they feel confident doing that, that's that's um, that's a big story. All right, um, big story number four. Number four. All right, Thunder back in action tonight at 7.30. They take on the Nets. The Nets, who last night destroyed the Bulls, 138-112. Another good night for one buddy healed last night, sticking in the NBA. Is, uh, he helped tear up the, uh, the Lakers. The Lakers do save it. Hillington, but the Kings steal it. Here's a kick to wide open, buddy healed. He hits the right corner three right in front of the Laker bench. That's yeah, a, a pretty big middle finger to the Lakers, who decided that uh, Russell Westbrook, who was 2 of 14 from the floor and was a minus 7 last night, was a better investment with, than Buddy Heald, who uh, scored 10 huge points for the Kings, who knocked off the Lakers 125-116. Meanwhile, in the top 25, you, uh, you were watching a little bit of Villanova last night. They rolled. Cats win. Cats win. 64-63, your final, as Villanova's won five straight. Nova's won five straight games. Uh, they, unfortunately, look like they're going to be a problem. Villanova beat Xavier 64-60. Also in the top 25, Michigan State holds off Minnesota 71-69. 
Duke minus Coach K wins in Wake Forest 76-64. And in the Big 12, this is it, right, Josh? The end is near. TCU beats Kansas State 60-57. to Kansas State had a three-point, four-point lead with, what, like 12 seconds to go in the game and blew it. They had the basketball as well. Bruce Weber's days are numbered, aren't they? I think so, yeah. And I know you and I were joking off the air, but it feels like with Bruce Weber we've had this song and dance played out for us before where we sit here and have the discussion – well, is are, are the Wildcats about to make a change with Bruce Weber? And then Kansas State turns around and has sure. a nice season, little tournament run, and all of a sudden we're two years down the road and Bruce Weber's still the head coach with of the Kansas State Wildcats. I, I think this time it's going to be different. I think uh, Kansas State is in for a long season, a loss to TCU at home. The fact, like, throw away the, throw away the portion of the equation where Kansas State – blows the four-point lead with 12 seconds left. That's bad enough. But the fact that this is a competitive game versus TCU that you wind up losing at home, TCU is one of the worst teams in this league. This sets up Kansas State now where they're 0-4 to start league play. Kansas State's probably the worst team in this conference now. They might be. And, and yeah, I, I don't see Bruce Weber surviving it. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. So a a tough one last night for Kansas State. Meanwhile, you do have a Big 12 game tonight. This was one of those that had been rescheduled. Oklahoma State and Texas Tech go at it at 6 p.m. in Lubbock. All right, big story number three. Number three. History last night inside the Lloyd Noble Center. 71 66. They're 17 of 22 at the line. Sooners are 8 of 10. Top right side. Dribbles with it. Passes left corner. Robertson spots for a three. It's good! Taylor Robertson with her fifth three pointer. And she breaks the Big 12 career record for made threes. And then the Sooners rode the defense of Skylar Van to secure its first win in a while against Baylor. Still with the dribble. Right side now to Lewis. She'll try to drive on Tucker. Drives right. Passer goes in. Shot blocked by Van. Loose ball to Tot. She's tripped up and fouled. What a game for Skyler Van on both ends of the floor. Sooner Radio Network, Brian Brinkley. You heard it on our flagship in Norman. Sports Talk 1400. As Skyler Van finishes with 22 points, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks, 4 steals. Oklahoma comes back to beat Baylor 83-77. Here's Ginny Baranchek afterwards. Holy cow. They score the first 10 points of the game. And I said, you know, we've seen this movie before. And it's easy to get down when Baylor does that to you. But you hung in there. It never got bigger than 10. And then that big surge there and contributions really from everybody tonight. From everybody. From everybody. I thought thought it was just such a gutsy performance. I totally agree with you. And, how about the way that we shared the basketball? I mean, there's some highlight reel material. The way to end the first half, you know, that gave us great momentum going into the second half. I thought the energy, I thought Skylar continues just to provide such a huge spark, such a huge energy for us. Nevaeh Tot, I thought she was phenomenal tonight just with her energy, her, I mean, just even her presence on the defensive end. You know, obviously we gave up a few too many offensive rebounds. Um, but then when we needed a stop, we got one. And so that's, you know, that's enough to continue to help us, propel us to get better. There you go. There you go. 
We got Taylor Robertson coming up in 40 minutes right here on the show. Sooners win over Baylor. Huge one last night for Oklahoma as they win, what, the first time in seven years? And they're back home this weekend against TCU, one-third in C, and then they hit the road for two next week. I'm going on boat trips, Josh. I'm heading to Morgantown on Wednesday and uh, this weekend at Manhattan. I think game, so fun weekend, fun weekend, uh, but a big one last night. All right, which gets us to big story number two. Number two. Man, I've got so much NFL news. I feel like we never end up paying this off. But uh, here's a couple of things quickly from yesterday. Aaron Rodgers, who gets the bye week now with a one seed, getting back to 100%. Close to 100%. I think I should be 100% probably by uh, by next week. I thought there was more to that. Josh Allen playing in the cold. It's going to be cold for both teams. It'll be a challenge. You know, it's it's not, it's not fun getting hit in the cold. It's not fun catching uh, hard passes in the cold. Again, getting off the ground is just – it's a little more exhausting throughout the course of the game. So, again, just trying to get used to that. And it's it's more of a, I think, mental barrier than it is a physical barrier, if anything. But, again, we got to do our best to not let the elements limit us in what we can do. And then Bruce Arians uh, on how different this Eagles team is than the one they saw earlier this year. Once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. So they're going to be fired up. they got a ton of weapons, and uh, they look pretty healthy. It's a totally different football team than we played back there in October. i got much more to get to on the NFL playoffs. But you notice um, you better prepare yourself. You brought this up earlier. Josh, you're going to get a whole lot of Ben's final run on your uh, – on your broadcast on Saturday or Sunday, whatever yes, it is. That will Sunday one thousand percent be kind of the, the lead story. And we'll see if he can write uh, mm. any sort of a magical final chapter here. I don't see it. I think Kansas City's gonna win this game by a couple of scores, but that's why they play him. Here's your schedule quickly. Three thirty, Raiders Bengals on NBC, twenty degree projected high. Uh, that night in primetime on CBS, Patriots-Bills. Then a triple header on Sunday starts at noon with Eagles-Bucks, followed by 49ers-Cowboys, Steelers-Chiefs on NBC Sunday night, and then Monday Night Football-Cardinals-Rams, which gets us to big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Again, um, it's going to be the biggest story in the state of Oklahoma, specifically in the Sooner Nation, for a while. And... That is the future of Caleb Williams. But we know this, according to On3 and Hamilton, who's, who's, I almost said according to Hamilton. According to Hamilton, according to Gary Hamilton of On3, <laughs> Hamilton, do I need to sing now this report because it was from Hamilton? Jackson Dart is currently focused on three destinations, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, and TCU. I will say this about the freshman. My man is not afraid of competition because all three of those places have what you would consider to be some depth. Ole Miss might be the one place where you could go and you might start right away. Oklahoma, you're going to battle. TCU, you're going to battle. Jackson Dart, focus on Oklahoma. More on the transfer portal next. He's Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. That's your top five stories today, right here on The Ref. Gary Cavins coming up next. Back into the Plank Show. We're on the road at Cavins as we are every single Thursday. And 
We're pumped to be joined by Gary Cavins, Cavins Construction. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Busy day, huh? Always a busy day. We're riding Always. a weather roller coaster, aren't we, a little bit here? That's right. That's Oklahoma for you. <laughs> Bipolar. So from that perspective, can you take us through just... I mean, we talked about pipes last week, and I know that today it's kind of nice out, but we're going to hit a freeze. I think, what, like on Saturday or Sunday it's going to get bad. Gary, from your training, uh, things can happen. You might not even realize it for a couple of days. You cannot procrastinate. You cannot wait on anything because it could be a major problem. It could cause major issues for your home. It can, and we've seen quite a bit of it this last couple of weeks uh, with the small freezes that we've had. Um, you know, it's it's a big deal. You know, if you have a cross price house, um, you know, you got to make sure your vents are covered. You got to make sure that your uh, cabinet doors are open. You got to make sure your faucets are dripping. And it's good policy for everybody. Just you know, kind of keep the cabinet doors open at night when it's freezing. Keep the keep the faucets dripping. Keep the heat on on the house. Right. And you know, it, it helps prevent those uh, frozen pipes because they're going to happen. And we've seen quite a bit of them. We've seen a lot of broken pipes and. Um, it's kind of surprising because we haven't, you know, it's it's been freezing, but it hasn't been a major, major freeze. What, um, it's hard, I, I guess I never really understood, like, certain areas of your house are more susceptible to frozen pipes, right? Yes. Uh, I say exposed wall, but walls that are facing the, um, uh, or, well, pipes and walls that are facing, say, the 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 elements. Like, yeah. You might have some that are more in the interior of your home, but those could be areas that are very problematic. Yeah, outside walls are always an issue. Um, you know, and like I said, houses with crawl spaces are always an issue. Um, you know, and it's just one of those things where you just have to be proactive and 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 make sure that you're keeping the heat on, keeping the faucets dripping, keeping you know everything going. We see a lot of the problem with people that just they're not doing that and they're right. not making sure that the the you know the faucets are dripping, the the heat's on, and we just see a lot of frozen pipes. But you know that's our our plumbing division. We're here to help twenty four seven. If you do have a frozen you know a broken pipe, give us a call. And then if you flood your house, our Water Restoration Division can come in and do the structural drying and make sure that no mold grows. Uh, we just did a huge mold job out of Tulsa, um, a huge mold job out of Tulsa, where um, a property, uh, we'll leave it nameless, um, <laughs> had, a, had a water loss. Um, and they're a big company, and they basically didn't get it properly dried out. They didn't bring in the proper company to take care of it, and they ended up with mold in uh, three or four rooms of this building. Oh my. And so we had to go in and remediate out the mold and deal with all the mold and everything. And it's just one of those things where it could have been simply, um, dealt with it, you know, a $30,000 mold job versus, you know, um, uh, a, you know, a $10,000 structural drying that could have been covered by insurance. Mm. Um, you know, so, you know, it's important to get in there and get stuff dried out. And we're not talking about box fans. We're not talking about <laughs> fans you've got in your garage. I mean, this is professional stuff that is brought in t- and people that are certified and gone through ch- hours and hours of training to know how to structurally dry these houses out so that they don't grow mold. You know, it's, uh, it's incredible because you said, <laughs> he said something that's great. It's not just you take uh, someone that takes a box fan in there or buys a 
they go to a Home Depot or a Lowe's or I want Ace. I'm trying to make sure I get everyone involved and buy one of those blowers and just sets it down. It's like oh, I got it dried. No, no, no. There, there's problems underneath it. There's problems behind it. And Gary, that's where you have a trained staff. You've invested in it. You want to make sure that you have ways to help people out from start to finish, and that the damage isn't more severe than it needs to be. That's correct. And you know, and, you know. It's like I said. It's just important, you know. It's uh, it's important to dry things properly because these are your buildings, these are your homes, and you know yourself, your your health is important. And you know if you have mold growth and you have that kind of stuff going on, you don't want it. So you've got to make sure that it's structurally dried properly, and um, you know a, a good, you know, a, everybody thinks that bleach kills mold right bleach cleans mold but it does not kill mold um so it's one of those things where you know we've been through hours and hours of certification training and all this stuff to deal with all this stuff so you need to call the professionals when you run into this type of stuff yep and that professional is gary and cavens at 573-3048 or in tulsa now 918-282-7612 you can learn it all at cavens construction well i'm I'm cheating a little bit i got oh yeah just i got the website up in front of me i mean i'm not that smart (laughs) Uh, but listen i I did want to talk a little bit about roofing before we let you get out of here and again we've had a mild winter in the end of 2021 but the beginning of it was a beast so i mean there we're, we're heading into mid-january early february this is where we saw some issues last year and the year before that gary it's it's a good time to have chris or yourself come out and just get on the roof and make sure everything's okay you don't want to because it could lead to mold damage you could end up leading to more of an issue yes it could definitely lead to more of an issue and you know we've we're getting to a point where we've we're getting closer to that one year mark for a hailstorm. And, you know, it's important. A lot of insurance, a lot of people don't know in their insurance paperwork, not all of them, but some of them, it has a one year clause. So you have to claim hell damage within one year of the storm. Mm. And so we're headed, we're not there yet, but we're headed in that direction pretty quickly. And so, you know, if you have hell damage and you haven't how do anybody inspect your roof? You've been putting it off. You're like, oh, I'll wait for another year, go through another hell season. or, You know, you need to give us a call. Have us come out and look at it. Chris can help walk through the process of everything that's going to happen. You know, we'll get involved. We'll work with your insurance company. We'll get public adjusters involved if we need to. Um, you know, we're here to help you. The insurance company... They're worried about themselves. They're worried about their bottom bottom lines, plain and simple. And we're worried about you. And we'll take you as far as we can take you and help you out. And in 99% of the cases, we can walk you through the whole entire thing. And then there's a 1% where we bring in a public adjuster, work with that, work with them, and help get uh, get you what you deserve um, from your insurance company. Yeah. So, you know, uh, but the most important thing is, is you want it inspected. You want to make sure it's not leaking so you don't have mold issues. You don't have drywall issues. Um, you want to use a local roofer that's reputable, that's going to, that's been here for a minimum of five years, and that's going to turn around and be here for another 20 years because that warranty is only as good as the roofer that's here. You know, we had a roofing company from Kansas across the street. I think we talked about them quite a bit, and they're already closed up shop and gone. <laughs> They're gone now. And so, I mean, who's responsible for all their warranty work for all the roofs that they put on? Because they closed up their shop and they're gone. Their trucks are gone. And actually, a new new company's moved into their space. So, you know, you just have to be uh, smart about that. Make sure you guys use local. Whether you use Cavens or you use somebody else, make sure that they've been around for, you know, five years and they're local and they know what they're doing. Um, 
but just you know and don't forget about us for all your maintenance yeah you know i bring bring that up a lot and that's you know in areas that instead of having to patchwork things together you're a one-stop shop and make it so much easier for everybody that's and that's so true we work for grocery stores we work for banks we work for shorty houses we work for frat houses we work for office buildings we work for uh strip mall owners we work for malls we work for just the list goes on and on and on and there's so many things we can help you with with the commercial construction maintenance or facility maintenance of your building from drywall repair to commercial door repair to cabinetry flooring repair acoustical ceiling repair electrical hvac plumbing um you know, and the list goes on and on. Millwork, um, commercial door frames, uh, commercial storefronts, glass, just the list goes forever. And, you know, we're just your one-stop shop. Give us a call. We can come out there. We can help you whether you're in Tulsa, you're in Oklahoma City, you're in Norman, you're in Edmond. Uh, just give us a call. We can come out there and help you. That number again, 405-573-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Thanks, Gary. Thank Appreciate you, Chris. You, I know you're busy, but yeah. always good Great to have you on, man. Ah, it's good definitely. to be here. Got the TVs rolling. I'm watching Kyler Murray highlights here. It's all good, I man. I know. It's perfect. Can't beat this. Coffee's warm. Let's the go. sun's coming in the window. It's That's not right. cloudy and gloomy it's outside. It's beautiful. This is a great day, man. I want to go play golf. All right, quick break. We'll come back to the Plank Show live from Cavens Construction. A little bit more payoff on big story number one, a little transfer watch. What are we hearing about potential uh, guys coming out of the portal and into Norman? We know Jackson Dart is visiting this weekend. Chubba Purdy visited this past week. Uh, even, I think, posted a picture of him standing on the 50-yard line inside Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. They're staying busy, man. They're not resting on their laurels over off of over off Lindsay. I mean, they're fired up and... I can't wait to see what's next. We'll see if we can preview it next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. I was texting with our Tulsa correspondent, one Robbie DeRossett, and he brought up a, you know, you think about the tight end room being kind of thin heading into this year, right, prior to, even with signing day. I like both of the signees that they brought in, but if you think about it, Josh, they're freshmen. Right, and everyone looks good in their huddle and their highlight tapes. I don't know, I'll, and I'm not saying it's wrong because that's what I do when I'm trying to get fired up for a game is I go watch the YouTube highlights. But you know that it's very rare when a true freshman comes in and makes this immediate, consistent impact. And we were reminded of that consistently last year. But Robbie mentioned in how thin that that tight end room was is a good point now you had the kid from missouri you know that michael trigg is is looking at potentially joining the sooners it goes from being an area of concern maybe just from a depth perspective to an absolute area of strength if willis is which we know willis is back with daniel parker jr coming in and then if you add trigg and you've got a couple of guys here in Caden Helms and Jason Llewellyn that they're good players. Now, are they going to be significant contributors if you have those other three all on board for next season? Probably not. It probably gives you a little bit of leeway there and some wiggle room for those guys to develop and physically get stronger and all of those sorts of things. But I mean, if they're not here, I think that Caden Helms is a guy that can go out next season for Oklahoma and 
make some plays, right? So just you, you think about the health of what that room would look like if if you wind up in a situation to where Trigg is on board too. Then all of a sudden the tight end position's one of the more exciting position groups at OU. Yeah, you know what I, I should point. If, right, there there is still that, you know, I'm putting Michael Trigg in an OU uniform when he's not – He's not here quite yet. It's so okay. I basically, I, to... I basically put Sanders in an Oklahoma linebacker uniform yesterday, and he's crystal balled to Texas. So I don't know. Hey, uh, I heard – is he crystal balled to Texas? Y- yeah. Th- there's at least one projection oh. out there for him that uh, has him crystal balled to Texas. But I think he's another one of those guys that's going to be visiting OU. I – okay. I got I, I might have to get off Twitter. I don't know why – because either I'm falling for a bunch of stuff, because uh, I thought someone said he was a slam dunk to Oklahoma. Maybe, hey, maybe in the long run that's right. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is – Yeah, you and I were talking about this during the break. Because I, Josh Helmer, I want to I make a very public statement here at 1045 on the Plank Show. Right here on the ref, K-R-E-F. I believe KTVZ in Tulsa. Sorry to my uh, 94.7 crew. Our call letters aren't coming off the top of my head, uh, nor is it in Lawton. But I want to make, I want to give an official stance on something, right? And there's been a few times where we've had to do this, right? Where we just, as a show, say, this is how we feel about blank, right? So we made it very clear COVID 19, not fans. We're not fans of the coronavirus. There was massive statement number one. Here's major statement number two. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I am. I, I'm ready. Here. One, two, okay. three. I agree with you. A hundred percent from what at Josh on ref put on Twitter 21 hours ago. I'm going to say something very controversial here. The co-host of this program tweeted. I dig the transfer portal. I think it makes college football more exciting. Josh, I agree. Guys, this has been yeah, – get Coach Gasso on here. Ask This has been the softball world for what, Coach? Since day one. You, it, you gain a player, you lose a player, it's been open transfer. Now, I don't know – there might be a few rules I need to kind of drill down into a little bit deeper, but there wasn't the antiquated got to sit out a year, got to wait. No, no, no. Shelby Pinley, right in there. Um, I could think more recently the Talon Snows of the world, right in there. The G. Juarez, right in there. The, um, oh, the Hope Troutwine, right in there. I mean, this is – this baseball was the same way. I I think because it is so new and because it has affected Oklahoma, at least with, with Caleb Williams for now, and with Lincoln leaving in, in such a negative way, I think we're losing sight of the fact that it, it gives us almost a second or third signing period in a lot of ways. It makes it more NFL. And I'm not against that. Now, here's where I am against the transfer portal. When we start getting into the, 
well, I can make more NIL. I think, let me rephrase it, I think I can make more NIL money uh, in California than I can in Oklahoma. And then you learn about these magical things called taxes, which, sure, you might be making more money at USC from your NIL deals, but bro, you're paying a lot more, too, to make sure that that California government can stay afloat. Hashtag just saying. Do you guys think that NIL money's tax-free? It ain't. So, you know, it's fascinating to me that, you know, some might view it as, all right, I'm going to make more money there. So So I hope that doesn't become the case. But, Josh, I dig it. I love it. It's I, I said this during the break to you. I am a... Big believer that that's why Pete Thamel got hired by ESPN. ESPN was wise enough to look at the college football landscape and say, are we having anyone reporting on this and telling us what's going on? Or are we just having Paul Feinbaum come on here and yell his stupid hot takes and have Trevor Maddich talk film? That's all ESPN does for college football anymore. And it's, listen, it gives us something to talk about. It, it empowers dudes a little bit. Now, I don't think there needs to be 1,300 people in the transfer portal because I don't think a lot of them are going to better their situation, and it makes things a little bit harder on coaches, but coaches get paid a lot of money to manage these types of things. I'm with you, Josh. Um, I, I noticed that there wasn't a lot of people that did, but I dig it for not just college football, but I also dig it for college basketball. And no, Anthony Gilbert, I don't think it's ruined football. No allegiance to a team. All about the money and players are allowed to do whatever they want. That that's not that's like a one year thing. I mean, what are you what are you talking about? Does Georgia have a problem with people in the portal right now? No, they got two. Alabama's got eleven, but it's really only one guy that played. I mean, this is it, it's a matter of perspective, and if you're going to be old man, get off my lawn, I don't think that you're truly understanding what makes it great. Well, and a lot of folks I don't think understand, I'm not combining name, image, and likeness along with the transfer portal with that statement. The transfer portal by itself, aside from players getting enticed to go to other places, is great. The rosters change dramatically. I think it's kind of exciting. <laughs> I like the people that are like, oh, it ruins the game. Why Why does everything that happens to change college football suddenly have to be something that ruins everything in your mind? <laughs> yes, how dare we empower players? How dare we give them that opportunity to go somewhere else without a risk of losing a year? Hey, at Oklahoma, I'm just telling you right now, it's going to end up helping a lot more than it's going to end up hurting. All right, quick break. Uh, Taylor Robertson right around the corner. Wrap up our two with some more of your tweets next. By the way, Josh Helmer, I don't know if you saw this or not, but it looks like a national championship in 2022 has been confirmed for the Oklahoma Sooner softball team. Um. Because JT Gasso and his incredible wife, Andrea, have announced on social media that they are expecting their third child this summer. And I think 
obviously, Joseph was born in 16, right? Is that right? Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. 16, first championship. So he got our 17. And then, you know, you've got uh, Grace, who came around when they went to the World Series. So baby's guaranteed championships. So congratulations on your sixth national championship, Patty Gasso. And congratulations on another grandbaby. Now, what's going on out in Utah? we got to start branching that family tree. Let's go. Uh, but, no, seriously, congratulations, Andre and JT. That's really cool news. Speaking of congratulations, we'll continue our celebration this morning for Taylor Robertson, the all-time leader in career three-pointers for the University of Oklahoma. And now after last night for the Big 12, and I think – when we talk to T-Rob, for her, it's going to be all about one thing, and that is team. And that was her first win as a player over the Baylor Bears. So I imagine she's pretty fired up. And am I miss? I feel like something. I'm missing out something on the show today. Oh, Joey's going to come on with us a little bit later from OUinsider.com. That's OUinsider.com. No portal news to break as of yet. We've seen the pictures from... Chubba Purdy, and it looks like he is very much enjoyed his time at Oklahoma. On Three Sports is reporting this morning that Jackson Dart is focused on Oklahoma, Ole Miss, and TCU as potential future destinations. And Caesar Sportsbook this morning was named the official exclusive and exclusive sports betting partner and iGaming gaming partner of Michigan State. A story to keep an eye on. T-Rob is next on the Home of Sooner Fans.